from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Thought of the Week, and this week we're going to talk about how to pray, and it's going to be a lot simpler than most people think, uh, because there are many ways to pray, and there may be perhaps as many ways of prayer as there are people wanting to seek and find how they are going to respond to God, God who is always, <laughs> first of all, looking for us, who one of the great saints says that, if you're looking for God, he's already found you. You wouldn't be looking for him if he hadn't already found you. Some people find their response to God in spontaneous prayers of blessing, of praise, you know, thank you, Lord, praise you, Lord, or prayers of petition, Lord, where'd I put my cell phone? <laughs> or intercession, Lord, please help my brother-in-law. Man, he is having problems. Or Thanksgiving, thanks, Lord, that was a wonderful, wonderful family gathering. Some uh, uh, people pray by reciting devotional prayers found in a favorite prayer book, like uh, the Lit- Litany of Mercy. Uh, that's a, a, a prayer, a devotional prayer. Other people pray as they share in a prayer group, or if they participate in, of course, the Holy Liturgy, the Mass. Still, others pray best by reciting traditional prayers, the Hail Marys, Our Fathers, the Rosary, or just by reflecting on the words of Scripture. I'm going to sit down and open up the Bible and read and just kind of reflect on what it looks like God is either saying to me or about me, or simply being present to God in in receptivity and listening. So some may pray in, in, not pray in any particular way at all. So (laughs) there are all all these guys, and it's great. It depends upon you. And I think you can shift from one to the other. I've done that. You know, you can go from one mode of prayer to another as as you feel like, I don't know, God is leading you. Uh Uh-huh. But my words today are going to focus on one way of individual private prayer that is traditional and fundamental, but at the same time is also informal, personal, intuitive, and often spontaneous. And it's available to everybody. We don't need a book to engage in the kind of prayer I'm going to be talking about. And it's unique as unique as you are or as I am. In fact, we may already be praying that way without even knowing about it. I'm realizing it. But we may need to be a little more consciously to develop that form of prayer. And that kind of prayer is might be called praying our experiences. Praying our experiences. Now, many of us have already sensed that Sincere reflection on the ordinary experiences of today and yesterday has a certain prayer value. It does. As we look over the times that we've been had occasions to prayer and spiritual growth for us, we realize that some of these times, maybe most of them, have occurred when we actually sat back and took stock of ourselves and got in touch with the significance of an event in our life. It might have been when when I reflected on a brief phone call from a friend of mine in time of grief, or when 
I endured an, endured an, an illness or when I wondered about the meaning of the years of discouragement or frustration. Or it might have been when we were thoughtfully reconsidering a, a, a momentary argument I had with somebody, <laughs> a period of personal tension between someone else and myself or confusion or or on the other side, a, a word of support and encouragement, a pat on the back somebody gave me. As we pondered and reminisced, we might not have thought that we were actually praying. But in retrospect, we find that as we reflected on our experiences and grappled with the truth and meaning of them, all the elements of prayer were there. We felt the sinfulness of being ego-centered. We felt the graciousness of God's work in us. We felt simply the, the closeness of the Lord and the call to a deeper authenticity in our life. We have been praying our experiences. Isn't that amazing? So when we pray our experiences, we reflect on and we consider more than just simply the external characteristics of an event or our awareness of an occurrence. By experiences, we include not just what we have perceived, the splendor of nature, the news of a war, the passage, a passage I read in a novel, the imagery of a particular poem, a scene in a movie, the beauty of music, joy of a relationship, or being a recipient of some kind of an award, or the pain of an injury, but also who we are now as a person who has been affected by this awareness. In praying our experiences, therefore, we also intend to include all the awarenesses and the feelings and thoughts and memories and desires that are generated by our experiences. Praying our experiences means responding to our experiences in a spirit of honest engagement, searching for the truth of who we are in those experiences. We seek to open up to the meaning of our experiences to receive God's love and God's providence. So remember, as St. Teresa of Avila said, prayer is our awareness of God. Prayer is lifting the mind and the heart to God. Yes, that's what she said. So in all of our experiences, if I sort of look up and I just give it to God, you know, I'm aware of God's presence. I'm praying. I give it to him. It's an act of love. It's an act of trust, an act of faith. So in all my experiences, I don't care what they are, just look up and say, Lord, it's all yours. I love you. I trust you. I give it to you. I make that a prayer. Make that a prayer. Somebody hurt me. Okay, Lord, you were hurt on the cross. I've been hurt. I give it to you. So, yeah, consciousness of the presence of God. Now we're talking. So we're going to talk a little bit more about consciousness of God, attention to God, attention amid all these things we go through. So I'll be right back, Monsignor Frank Bignano. Thought of the week, we're talking about praying our experiences. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Doing what is challenging because it's right. That's Blackbird Investments. In 2013, Blackbird Investments was born from the inspiration of St. Kevin. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird Investments believes in giving buildings a new life. BlackbirdInvest.com Blackbird Investments. Doing what is challenging because it's right. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. Monsignor Frank Pignano, thought of the week we're talking about prayer and talking about using the, all the experiences that we go through throughout the day, throughout the week, using them as fodder, you might say, for prayer, bringing them to God. What is God telling me about myself? Uh, what is God trying to fix in me? What's God trying to pat me on the back about, to affirm in me? What are all these ways that my experiences of life are a prayer. Well, remember what St. Teresa said, the one word definition of prayer, attention. If I can bring this to my attention, to turn my attention to God, hey, that's that's the way to do it. In fact, uh, great St. Ignatius of Loyola had a way of doing this, and it's called the particular examine or examine, however, however you want to pronounce it, and, and it's an examine of our consciousness. That's what it really is. It's a review of one's thoughts, words, and actions, omissions, for the purpose of ascertaining, are they drawing me to God or away from God? It's called the, the examen of conscience. And there are four steps in it. You ready for this? The four steps go like this, and I try to do this myself every day. They go like this. Number one, pray for light. Ask, begin by asking God for the grace to pray and see and understand, okay, Lord, what am I learning? I mean, this is when you stop. You, you stop for, Ignatius said, stop for 15 minutes at noon and 15 minutes in the evening, okay? You may just do one of those. That's fine. So in that 15-minute period, it's amazing what comes to you. It's amazing. Dear God, give me light. Number Step, step number one, help me, Lord, give me the grace to pray to see and understand what in the heck is going on. And suddenly it comes to me, you got a big ego, or you were very humble. That was fantastic, whatever. So I pray for light. Number two, give thanks. Look at your day in a spirit of gratitude. Thank you, Lord, for, wow, for that friend who came up. Thank you for that little pat on the back. Thank you for my faith. Thank you for all the wonderful things you're putting in my path. So number two, give it. So number one, pray for light. Number two, give thanks. Number three, 
Then review your day, you know, guided by the Holy Spirit. Look back on your day. What are some of the highs, uh, one of the good things that have happened? Just go through it. And it's amazing. Uh, I know when I do, you kind of go, oh, yeah. Well, thank you, Lord. I was, you know, so I begin to thank him for so many wonderful things. And then, oh, I'm sorry, Lord, I, I messed up. Sorry, my mouth got in the way again. Sorry. So I'm sorry, Lord. I, I you know, so um, I, I'm going to face up to my uh, failures and my shortcomings. And then let's go, Lord. <laughs> let's go. Holy Spirit, come to me. I'm going, trying to go by your grace from good to better. I'm going from good to better. So what's the better going to be? Think of one thing I'm going to do that's going to be the better. <laughs> and maybe it's something really simple, like I'm going to be a little more generous instead of being so stingy. Or I'm going to keep my mouth shut at times when I really should, etc. Or I'm, when I, I'm, I'm going to be less negatively judgmental. We're always judgmental. We always have to judge things. That's our nature. But it, what's the light I use? Is it positive or negative? So, so help me with that. So that's called the particular examen or examen of Ignatius of Loyola. So anyway, getting back to prayer, that's one way of praying. That's how you pray your experiences. Um, you use your experiences as the content of prayer as I talk to the Lord so that I can get in touch with who I am, who had these experiences, and um, who, who are those people who have lived a part of my story. And I offer that to God through my prayer and reflection, praying our experiences. And, and praying experience doesn't mean I'm just daydreaming uh, more than reminiscing, more than planning or more than pouring over the past. No, no, God is the presence of God. And so, yeah, daydreaming, uh, uh, pouting uh, couldn't be an experience that make me uh, pray, but I give all that to the Lord. So what happens is in praying our experiences, we gather the fragments of our life to become more aware of who we are and not to perform some psychological exercise of self-understanding or engage in some legalistic activity of self-evaluation or even enter into some moral or ethical process of fixing my life and becoming more functional. All these things may happen, but prayer is founded on our willingness simply to be present to God, to unfold to God in our story all the honesty I have in my heart. So it's, it's, it's a good way to pray. Like I say, that's what the Jesuits do. Yeah, because it brings your daily life, your experiences before God and helps you to praise God. It helps you to be optimistic, to be sorry for the stuff where you, we followed up, and we all do, and then to trust God for the next step. How do I go from good to better? That's it. So it, it's good because we can keep doing that, and I suggest that it's a great way of doing it. So, ironically, praying experiences is very common. People sometimes are doing it, they don't even know they're doing it. Uh, and they don't understand it's a prayer. Uh, they, they say, well, I didn't pray, what'd you do? I, I talked to God about everything that happened this morning. Uh-huh. Did you have your attention on God? Yeah. St. Teresa says, if you had your attention on God, guess what? You were praying. So, now we are going to talk a little bit about our life experiences as the focus of prayer. Remember, 
Prayer is the traditional definition, raising our minds and our hearts to God. So we're going to talk a little bit more about raising our minds and hearts to God and how we can use really the Bible, the scriptures, to put us into some kind of a focus before the Lord. Remember, whenever we open the scriptures and begin to pray, yes, two questions. Lord, what are you saying to me or what are you saying about me? <laughs> to me or about me? Okay, we'll be right back and talk about that. Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa, Catholic Radio Thought of the Week. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. Father Kirby, pastor of St. Elizabeth Parish in Carlisle, will lead a 10-day pilgrimage to the Holy Land, August 3rd to the 12th. Walk where Jesus walked in Nazareth, Mount Tabor, the Jordan River, the Dead Sea, Jericho, Bethany, Bethlehem, and the Old City of Jerusalem. Learn more at crownofbethlehem.com. Crownofbethlehem.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Corel Contractor, serving Des Moines site work constructed needs for over 60 years, and the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. This is Monsignor Frank Bagnano, Thought of the Week. We're talking about prayer and praying our experiences. How do we take what we do, what happens to us, our reflections, and just present those to God? And basically, uh, there are three ways of doing that. I'm going to talk about that right now. Uh, when we are in private or alone, we each pray in our own way. As we open up our hearts to God, our prayer arises out of our personal joys and sorrows, our unique desires and longings. The general pattern of our prayer takes, however, is similar to one of these three ways that Christians have prayed over the past several centuries. Uh, They are called reflective prayer or meditation. That's number one. Number two, affective prayer. Okay. And number three, contemplative prayer. So we're going to talk about those three. Okay, here we go. Number one. Meditation, that's a prayer, that's a way of praying. It's a mind-centered approach to prayer, employing, employing a discursive thought, often including the use of the imagination to focus on an incident of Scripture or the lives of a saint. In this prayer, we might reflect 
in a meditative way on a situation in the life of Jesus, such as, you know, carrying the cross or praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, and applying it to my life uh, as a challenge or example that is given to me in the life of Jesus. So I meditate on Jesus in the garden saying, Father, let this cup pass from me. I'm really suffering. Well, maybe I'm really suffering. So I join Jesus, and I offer that to the Father. Or I might even think of a, a particular saying of Jesus. I might, that's instead of just a picture of Jesus in the garden, maybe a saying where Jesus said, you know, learn from me, I am meek and humble of heart. Now, maybe I've read that 50 times, and I read it this time, and I go, whoa, that really got to me. What was it? The Holy Spirit was deepening that in me. Even though I'd read it many, many times, this time I read it, it really hit me. When I read, learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Uh, or uh, I may ponder the meaning of one of his parables. You know, like that one about, uh, you know, the lost sheep. He doesn't go out and and find it and kick it and spank it and no, no, no. He picks it up, puts it on his shoe. He walks it back. He walks back. Yeah. So I don't beat myself up if I've committed some big sin. Oh, no, 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 no. Even the fact I'm even thinking about going back means he's already found me. What does he want to do? Spank me? No. He wants to pick me up and put, put me on his shoulders. So that that's meditation. That's called, that's I'm meditating on the scriptures. That's what I do. Um. Uh, in fact, St. Ignatius of Loyola was big on that. He would say, put yourself in the scene. Jesus is kneeling down in the Garden of Gethsemane. Where are you at? Maybe you're sitting next to him. Maybe you're kneeling next to him. Maybe you're standing next to him. Put yourself in the scene. What do you hear Jesus say, if you're imagining this? What would you say back to him? That's called meditative prayer. Very powerful. The Jesuits use that. Okay. Now, then there is affective prayer. Affect, that's number two. <laughs> it, more, it focuses more directly on our willingness to share our feelings with God, to talk to Jesus about my life, my worries, my desires. We might express our affections in the words of Scripture. Uh, <laughs> Lord, to whom shall I go? You have the words of everlasting life. Lord, affective emotions. Lord, be my shepherd. Be my joy. Or we might simply recite slowly the Our Father or the Hail Mary. We might pray the Rosary or repeat a short aspirations like, Jesus, I trust in you, or my Lord and my God, or just that, that great Jesus prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Or simply say the name of Jesus several times. In each case, we let our personal expression of faith carry the the sentiments of my emotions, of my heart. That's a great prayer. That's great prayer. Affective prayer. Okay, number three. So we've talked about two forms of prayer we, just now. We talked about what we might call reflective or meditation. We've talked about affective, just, hi, Jesus, I love you, Jesus, help me, Jesus. Now the third type is called, type is called contemplative prayer. And that's the name given to the former prayer that doesn't primarily focused on or reflecting on the scriptures or a life of a saint, uh, or even focused on expressing our feelings or sentiments toward God's as uh, the other one did. Rather, contemplative prayer, we are simply resting in the presence of God. The prayer of silence, the prayer of quiet, as St. Teresa of Avila called it, in loving 
listening awareness. I'm just silent before God. I'm available. I'm open to his reality. That's a very, that's a very high form of prayer, by the way. So if you, and you can move between these three forms, okay? But if you move to the silent, if God moves you to the, what they call prayer of quiet, I'm just before God in quiet, you know? Don't say, oh, I got to get my rosary said, or I got to say the Hail Mary. No, 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 no. Don't go back to those other two. I got to read the Bible. No, 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 no. Forget that. Now you're at a higher level, the prayer of quiet, the prayer of silence. So yes, stay there. And then that's not going to last forever. You may then, after a while, oh, I better, you know, that's kind of gone away a little bit. So I go ahead and read some scripture or I go ahead and say some, the rosary, whatever. So Remember, these three types of prayer are not mutually exclusive. Sometimes you go back and forth. St. Teresa did. But you'll probably be more in one than another for a while. For a while. So uh, those are the three prayers, three types of, of prayer. Uh, meditation, uh, and then the, which, I, you know, passage of Scripture, that type of thing, or words of Scripture. Affective prayer, like the Jesus prayer. Hail Marys, Our Fathers, or just simply, Lord, be my shepherd, be my joy. And the third, contemplative prayer, resting in the presence of God, the prayer of quiet. Three kinds, they're all great. So keep up your prayer life and try them. See, see where you're at. God will lead you. This is Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. We're talk, we talk today about prayer. God bless you. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Pugnato. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.